0: taken to where I am today I've had to maintain self-belief. Self-belief is probably like the most important thing. I worked in Topman for about five years before I could earn money off SBTV. I didn't start SBTV to make money, I started SBTV because it was a passion and I wanted to film. I remember I was stacking shelves and people was coming into the shop and saying oh look there's Jamal. In my head I was like oh I don't really want to be doing this but I worked to try and pay to do my other stuff so while I wasn't working in Topman I was out on the streets filming loads of MCs and rappers and that kind of made up for all the hours that I was working in Topman. And I maintained self-belief by just remembering in my head like one day I'm gonna be able to do SBTV and just do that full time. I remember I was going into all the labels and I was trying to get like people from outside the grime and rap scene I got to a certain level and I was like, oh, I want to film something else. I want to film like different stuff because my mum was a very musical person. So I was listening to all sorts of stuff. When I go into labels, it's like, no, they didn't really want their artist on SBTV. It was like either too grimy or urban or too underground. And I had to keep believing that I'm going to try and like get the big ones. So I think Kelly Rowland was my big first kind of out of grime interview. And off the back of that, I was able to go into labels and say, look, I've done Kelly Rowland. Why can't your artist? do it? Obviously it's not too grimy. And, Enough for today
1: or whatever. Welcome back to Rhyme She, the second episode of the season. Can I get a whoop whoop whoop, whoop, whoop. you already know me. It's your girl C Valentina. Oh, that's an essential child. <laughs> it's your
2: favourite girl, Tiana Rami. And
1: myself, Ray Sai. <laughs> and
3: we have a special guest. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs>
2: Is it a break?
4: We
3: don't know. I'm Kaylee Golden, also known as your favourite girlfriend. From Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. For Thank you for coming. Um, Thank
1: you.
2: Welcome.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one today. Like, you know, like things happen and things always take everyone by surprise. At every, sometimes you're just reminded life is short, you know, and this is one of those times. So obviously, so we're recording today on a Tuesday, so a few days ago. Jamal Edwards, unfortunately, passed away. This is something that's really heavy on all of our hearts, like, all of us being part of the UK scene. I feel like we wouldn't even be here in the way if it wasn't for him. I'm People sorry. like him, especially him, because the contribution he had. So, like, we just have to dedicate this episode to him and his achievements. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to...
2: I mean, it, how did you guys feel when, like, you heard the news? Because I... I... I, I laughed because I was like, I no, was like, this is, mm. nah. Like, I, I was on my way to a party. It was a Sunday night. Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no way. Like, no. And I think, yeah. I think it was a guy called Slinky, don't quote me, that, to, like posted it first, and that's I, was why like, I saw it. Well, his family hasn't confirmed, yeah. and then I went on his Instagram, and I'm seeing people say, "I hope this is not true." So I was just, I was like, nah. nah. I don't know how to process death in any ways. Like, I'm not good at it." So I was just, I was laughing, I was like, nah, this is this is for a lie, right?" Because literally saw him last week outside White City House. Mm. Like, this is a lie.
4: Literally, like that's That was pretty much my thing as well. I was like, until the family posted, I'm not. I'm not believing mm. this because. No, I, I refuse to believe it. And it was just kind of like one of those things where it was just so out of the blue. Like mm. it was, everyone was just chilling on a random Sunday and then all of a sudden, like we're hearing the news that like one of probably the, the greats of our scene, especially like for like, people our age, like it's just gone, like mm. just like that. I, I i don't know how
1: to press it, so it was a bit yeah. yeah i just think it's strange how like things are announced nowadays on social media has just become so normal for people to just talk and just like not even be sensitive like you have to remember this is actually someone with a family and a mother who can see everything that you're saying do you know what i mean so like yeah i, I even saw that um I, I heard, I think it was in Loose Woman, they they mentioned how Brenda didn't like the way... Brenda is Jamal's mom. She didn't like... Well, she was just... She, she felt she like forced. it was taken away. The moment was taken away from her to announce, like, something so personal. Mm. And this is something we've seen so many times before. I think people just need to think, like... Think, like, is it your place to actually say this before the family's announce it? So that's why I was uncomfortable even saying anything, even a simple RIP, before I got official announcement mm-hmm. but by the time that like, everyone the whole industry isn't is talking about it so just yeah it was hard man it was a shock
4: i just don't understand this rush to be first mm-hmm. especially when it comes yeah. to things like death like like did we not learn anything from, from like kobe's part said like when you know when tmz was announcing the news before his family had even got the news like do, 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 it's like how many times does the same thing need to happen mm-hmm. before we kind of like learn from it because it's it's And I, I I guess like especially for the family being forced to make a statement, especially when you're not ready to make that statement, that's very traumatic. Like, and I, I just yeah, that that made me very very uncomfortable. Like just to see that, see that happen. If I'm honest, like I'm someone that I didn't, I didn't think
3: about that until after. So I, like I was sleeping because I start work really early. I was sleeping, so I didn't find out until the Monday morning anyway. But. This is something that I wouldn't have even thought of. Like, oh, wait, the family should announce it first. I think with social media, everyone's always in such a rush to just post everything. And I think people don't even think. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's ever, like, malice behind it. I think, apart from TMZ, that is shady. But um, I think people don't even think they just post. They just rush and they just post Mm -hmm. and they go on about their day. And it's not until after when people's families are like, hold on one second when you're like actually this is really bad guys like mm. we're doing a little bit too much mm. so it's hard because again i don't think there's malice behind normal people maybe brands and blogs doing it but normal people i don't think they think it through but now when families are saying it, if we're making this problem again and again and again and it's a cycle again and again then it gets to a point of like okay maybe you are doing it disrespectfully mm.
2: I think it's just, it's just really crazy. I, I couldn't, I would never wish anyone to find out their child has died by a social media. Can you it's what? crazy. Like, and not saying that's the way she found out, but that's definitely a way certain people found out. And I just think, I don't know, this whole culture is a bit a bit weird, but I understand your point of view as well. Like, just people are just, like, shocked and then yeah. How would, it's weird that it's a second nature thing that we just post and we don't even think about it. Like, yeah, it's a bit weird, but
4: Yes, it's strange. I think the the one thing I would say is, like, kind of once the confirmation had gone out and everyone kind of started posting their tributes, like, the one consistent thing that you kept seeing was he was so selfless. Yeah. He was so generous. Every he was single person had yeah. yeah. other His people story, on. yeah, Literally, yeah. literally. And Everyone's it's like,
2: connected to him.
4: And you actually don't even realise how many people, like, he impacted, whether directly or indirectly, like... It, that that was I think that was crazy to me, and I think like I guess we kind of all knew that he he was you know someone instrumental in our scene, but I don't think we realized the depth of his impact mm. until
2: people started coming out with their tributes but honestly yeah i i think i th- I don't really agree with that I think his impact has always been known like everyone has always mentioned his name in some sort. And I know people are saying, oh, make sure you give people their flowers. But I think he's definitely the one person that everyone has always, like, put his name up there, like, mentioned him, like... And he was definitely loved before he passed away. But obviously, in the height of everything, everyone's sharing their story at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely think he was definitely someone who received his flowers when he was around because what he's done for the scene alone... You can't ignore that. You can't ignore yeah. anything SBTV has done, his belief in the in the scene, putting people on platforms, like what he did was I, I sometimes I think about all the things he's done. I'm like, I I was shocked that he was 31. I was like, wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's
1: what free I was me. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. And in a weird way, although he's gone. He I really believe in like serving like when you've served your purpose, your death isn't in vain. Like mm-hmm. you you did what God put you here to do, and now it's time for you to, to go home. That's my that's like my personal spirituality. Yeah. And in a way, I think like like, we need to just move on and just celebrate him and continue to because he did so much. Like mm-hmm. the shift in the UK music and the state it is right now he's definitely one of the biggest pioneers in, and Absolutely. reasons for certain things happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, facts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his flowers were definitely given to him.
4: Like, it's funny that you mentioned that because I even think about, like, how I even came to, like, love music in the first place and like everyone knows me as an r&b head but for me like my entry point into the scene was actually grime (laughs) (laughs) so for me and like you have to think about what was even going on at the time and i don't even think i realized it but a lot of like grime artists they couldn't perform they couldn't you know showcase their music because you know the like they couldn't get on radio they and obviously the police were not letting them do shows Mm -hmm. so like the only way for them to get their music out there was really through his
2: channel and it's, it's, it's... Him and his camera in the middle of the street. Literally, like... Bare.
4: Like, just a camera and just a genuine love for music and the passion. Like, honestly, no, like, yeah. And he literally transformed the yeah. lives of so many people yeah. by literally just having a passion yeah. for the art and wanting to document that, so... Mm.
1: Document, document that. Too. Yeah, no, that's literally what I am going to say. You know how important that is, to document things? Like, you know, at a time when, as you said... This wasn't on the type of music he was filming wasn't on the mainstream, so it was just like there not being documented. But he was documenting it. Like, do you know how important that is for us to go back and actually look at these moments? So, for instance, someone like me who might have come into the scene a bit later, I can now go back and look at all these amazing moments and see how far the scene has come and been clued up because of that. So, I really thank him for that. Um, but for me, it wasn't even. I wasn't even shocked at the amount of people that were paying tribute to him. It's more how far his reach spread. Mm, I'm seeing yeah. New York outlets post about him. I'm seeing people like pictures. Canada, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah.
2: catalogs of like every single person had a... Like he was it's like, bro, i many people didn't know? Like he actually yeah, like, like, yeah. yeah. knew a lot. Of people. <laughs> Everyone yeah. had a picture with Jamal. Like, <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> Do you know what it was for me though? Like, I think everyone's always knew that he killed it in terms of what. He Done for the scene everyone knew that but I didn't realise how many people he directly helped like as in directly gave jobs to directly mentored directly gave guidance to because it's one thing for you to do something in the scene and everyone else be able to follow and it's another thing to spend a lot of time actually guiding young people and Mm. being like do you know what I'm a call away let me help you let me recommend you to this record label and I am just like well wow, he had so yeah. much time like from the beginning it helped so many people yeah. and that's just so powerful because he could have just created this BTV and yeah. be like Jesus guys yeah. Yeah. but he didn't do that do yeah. you know what I mean and I think that's what's extremely powerful and that's why there's so many tributes online
2: yeah so many people being able to say you gave me my first opportunity you linked me to this person it's like raw. like you look at the scene now and a lot of people are not doing things based off of like I want to help you it's oh how can this benefit, benefit me, me. Yeah. and to see someone so selfless it's just like Sometimes I I'm, I'm, I was like, hmm, am I doing enough? Like, mm-hmm. am I, am I, yeah, am I impacting? Like, if I was to go tomorrow, have I, have I done enough? And it's just like, it's in the simplest things on how we can help people. But seeing the way everyone was able to just say, he helped me in this, he did. I was like, bro, how many hours did you have? Just you did not have to say 24 hours of me. <laughs> I mean, I was 20, man. <laughs> but, um, no, it's definitely amazing, to see, but I think my first connection with, for, like with him was just like the acoustics and just delving into that realm and consistently just watching all that content and then seeing like all of like GRM and mixtape madness follow after mm-hmm. and just seeing how seeing SBTV and then seeing all these platforms come and be think oh you know mm-hmm. what if he could do it we can do it too because they, they were getting views. They were getting views like the reach was insane with what SBTV was doing. But yeah, and even
3: people have made like actual careers like that wasn't Mm -hmm. a thing. So even like we think it's just music artists, but there's more than just that. There's people that have now got jobs in video production. Mm -hmm. as I said, like there's so many people that because of SBTV being created now. Yeah, you do have Link Up, you have GRM Daily, you even have like the radio stations that are doing their thing. And now it's like it's not. There's so many black platforms out there, and it really started with that.
2: So. It's mad. And look at all the successful talent that that came from that. Like, yeah. I remember Ed Sheeran's huge first note about like, like, Ginger Man <laughs> like, <laughs> with his freaking guitar. Like, And look at him now. Yeah. He's being nominated for being, being one of the best writers across the globe. Like, that's crazy. But look at where he started. And that obviously definitely contributed to, to his journey. Of Obviously, I saw Jamal post him like, Five days ago, we should have happy yeah. birthday and having that connection, like yeah, it's all a ripple effect. What yeah. do you think was like your most memorable like F64 or A64?
1: Hmm. For me it was actually a warm-up session. It was a nines one. So I, I actually Ooh. discovered my favourite artist, Nines, from SPTV. Like
4: I thought you were gonna say Dave, you know? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Does she even know Today what is, is, not
1: <laughs> the t- the day is not the day. Wait, I didn't even know the inside story. I uh, oh, yeah, obviously Dave, his warm up session and all of that—that that, he, his career started from there. But me, I didn't get a memo. Um, okay. I, I, Drake she, brought me she, in on that one. That <laughs> is so today was the remix was to one drink, yeah, yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, we had a
2: whole tour movie. She barely got dragged. Yeah, yeah, I got dragged.
1: But I went back and listened to that. Don't that. <laughs> <Yeah>, that, <laughs> that, that, that. His warm up session was actually lit, though. Like there yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Like for me, it was nines. That was my like first um, memory, like or introduction to. That's 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 why that this SBTV is so powerful for me because like now like and wait wait just one thing as well like freestyle platforms now. Because I'm I'm a rap fan and freestyle platforms now don't have the same like effect as like what he authenticity. was authenticity yeah. like it would just be instrumentals a camera nothing and then that was what built the UK Raps, in my opinion 100%. yeah mm. do you know how integral that is like so yeah well I think like so I was chatting to Youngin yesterday about
3: it and we had a conversation on representing he was just like. The most important thing then was that you had to be good. It wasn't about you being bait. It it wasn't about views at that point. You just had to be a sick rapper and that's it. Do you know what I mean? So that's why Jungan got his shirt to. He was just a good rapper and Jamal was like, you're sick. Come and do one. And I think, obviously, now everything is about numbers. So you Mm. haven't got to be a sick rapper. If you've got good numbers, then come and do a freestyle because it will bring our numbers up. Do you know what I mean? But before you didn't have to worry about that.
4: Yeah. I remember a time like as a rapper you weren't hot unless you had yes. f 64 like mm-hmm. like people were like that that was the kind of I guess benchmark to prove that you you know were saying mm-hmm. something as a, as a rapper. So I definitely definitely agree with that. I think for me my most memorable um A64 would have been ed sheeran's remix of you need me i don't need you with wretch and devlin yeah. i think that was actually better than the album version like that was probably one of my favorites but also i think tori kelly's one as well mm. like she had she did a cover i think of like one of frank Ocean's songs yeah and it's like if you think about where tori kelly is now like it's actually insane yeah. that like yeah. she was on svtv doing covers like that's crazy when you think
3: about that's a whole AR in itself. To so be <laughs> yeah, yeah. able to pick up these people and be like, hey, okay, you're gonna be sick I what you on my channel. The,
2: like every single talent on that on that platform, what they were so sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's insane. It's actually insane. But I think Ed Sheeran was definitely my one. and as anything to do with Rich, anything to do with gets, I was yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. one of for me. That's gonna <laughs> me. <laughs> me. So yeah. I, I, I agree. I think he's been able to achieve a lot um, in his time and um, I think we will definitely be able to just, you know, carry his name because everyone's now speaking, I've seen so many conversations go on on how can we pay tribute and I know, I think something's like in the works with like YouTube, don't quote me, but you know, I just saw sort of <laughs> conversation, but um, yeah, I think it's very important for us to, you know, carry his legacy into generations and not not forget about it. the same way we keep speaking about Graham and the young people are like, what the hell is Graham? We <laughs> still need to talk about Jamal and, you know, have these conversations and just be like, don't, don't take this music scene for granted. There was someone who came before you and made sure you were able to be on this platform. But um are there any things that you guys feel like, you know, we can carry his name, any ways we can carry his name?
4: I think continuing with documentation. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is the one thing that I think was so integral that like he he left behind, like the fact that we can actually have these videos that we can go back and look at and see how the scene grew, like talk about some of the challenges that we face and that we've overcome just to see like where we are now and just just, to be able to reflect on things. I think documentation is definitely a key aspect of how we can keep his legacy.
3: Well, this is like our history. Like when you deep it, like Mm -hmm. this is, our form of history. So to be able mm. to go back and make reference to all this. Yeah, I want to show my kids this. You know what I mean? For sure. <laughs> Do you know what else it is as well? Like when... Oh, you kind of touched on it earlier, but even like, when I was like, "Raw, he's 31. It did make me think as well um have I touched people's lives like what can I do to be a better person so touch wood because I always really if I died tomorrow what would people actually be saying exactly do you know what I mean and a few people would be like yeah she was nice to me but I'm like but I want to actually help people yeah do you know what I mean so um, I think that's the biggest part is kind of reflecting that life isn't promised to anyone touch wood you could die tomorrow and what have you left on this earth how do people feel about you and yeah it's sad but it's true it's 31, like, that's nothing. Yeah. That is literally nothing. So
2: early.
3: And people go even earlier than that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you want to leave your legacy or... Even if it's just one person, obviously, Jamal done massive things, but it hasn't even got to be as big as that if you just help one person yeah. in this world. Yeah, yeah
2: definitely. Yeah. I think so random, even just looking back at, like, the way SBTV was set up. He really just used what he had. And yeah. I think we've lost touch of that as well. Like, we've lost... First of all, we've lost touch on on just helping each other because everyone's out to gain something. And we've also lost touch on just using what we have. Like everyone's waiting to have that Range Rover or whatever they need instead of actually just putting out what's authentic and what's in in their hearts. I think that's something to definitely just remember when we're moving into this, continue moving into this scene because... I, I love the way the UK music is thriving, but I definitely believe you don't have to have every single thing or every, every ingredient to make something work. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists are struggling with that because they're comparing themselves to, like, the Tion Waynes and the Hs, who obviously have that label money behind them. But even, like, with R&B artists, like we, what we were saying before, like, a lot of them don't put out enough music, and it's like, are you waiting for that moment to be perfect? Instead of just, just pouring it out. It but then well. I understand the quality control. Mm-hmm. But there's lots, lots of aspects to it as well. Yeah. Um, but Jamal has done a lot.
1: Trust. I don't know if we do legendary awards in this country, like MOBO, MOBOs or Brits, but something like that. I really want to see a tribute performance mm. in like the MOBOs with all of the people who he helped... Grow their careers like Dave. You need that for she- week long free festival. Yeah, I think, I think mm. someone mentioned that on
2: on on Twitter for all the artists that he he brought up. Like we need to we need a festival or something because yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely be there. Um, but yeah, he's achieved a lot. Do you want to run through the list?
1: Yeah, yeah, so. it's a long list. Girl, it's a long list. And just deep, yeah, the age of thirty one. This is all he achieved. Like this is crazy. Award and MBE in two thousand fifteen. The New Year's Honours from Elizabeth, okay, Um, (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth. for services to music for SBTV. He featured in the ES Power 1000, London's Most Influential People, and that was in 2013, (laughs) already yeah and in 2014 he was listed in the guardians top 30 young people in digital media like and that makes sense because you know when youtube launched i think it was around 2005 he put sp sp tv on that i think around 2006 not too sure of the actual date but that's only a year after so this guy's been essentially a pioneer for what we see on youtube today across like the whole platform music yeah yeah. trust me Time magazine named him the next generation of leaders in 2014. You know? Yeah. Time, time, big, big, big time. big, big time. Big, big time. And that was 2014. I don't think a lot of
2: people know what he's achieved, you
1: know. Yeah. Or,
4: no, honestly. and what? what, what On are the point scale. Point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. I just want to highlight this one as well. Um, he was an ambassador for the youth charity Prince's Trust mm-hmm. in 2013. And, and that's Charles, helped um, a lot of people.
2: Um, tweeted about like yeah. Yeah. A tribute yeah. to him. Um, Obviously, born that family, but like
1: yeah, no, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, nah,
2: he's done a like I, I know I keep saying it, but it's just it's just crazy how he's not just recognized because sometimes black people we live in a bubble, we can't like yeah, he's not just recognized in the black scene. He's recognized globally. globally. He's yeah. recognized in white spaces. Like his work wasn't in vain at all.
1: Yeah, and he didn't even stop there. He was still doing things. And like, recently, I know he launched the Eight Bars app. And I downloaded that to see what that was about. That's something really exciting. So basically, it's a break. It's a breaking platform supporting up and coming music stars. So like, it's a, it's an app similar. I guess you could put it in the same alignment as like SoundCloud and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's where just rappers just spit bars. And I've been on that. It's like it's an amazing platform. And he was still just doing things. Mm-hmm. I know. Even recently, he put together the Ed Sheeran and Fireboy collab as well. Yeah, that, yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. That I didn't know he put yeah. that together. Yeah. yeah oh god wow. yeah. yeah So he just was he just kept going and like he really lived by that quote that I don't know if you saw on social media you know when they write the, the words on the train board yeah yeah um be be the change in the world be the change that you want to see in the world and he was literally doing that so for me it's like as you said earlier am I doing enough like I'm talking about I want to see these changes what am yeah. I doing yeah. do you know what I mean
2: like, be about it that's what Beyonce said be about that business <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But um,
2: yeah. had, random. Have you guys watched Kanye's um documentaries? Yeah. We're talking about documentation yeah. and things like that. And I was I'm um, halfway. Didn't know it was releasing episodes because he's so extra. But love
1: him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, I think. Just touching off of documentation, and I think the G- even when we spoke about the GRM do- documentary, it was just like I was watching. I was like, Raw, we don't have this. Like, this isn't normal for us to have a documentation of like our history." And I think, like, I I keep banging on about this to like artists, like document every single moment, even mm-hmm. when you don't think it's don't think it's important. The fact that Kanye had someone who just believed in him, saw mm-hmm. him, and said. I'm quitting quit my, my job, job to follow you in my like, it's crazy and it's so weird yeah going into my motivational cap I, I was just <laughs> I was just watching it and I was think, looking at every single person that was in their hot season that time mm-hmm. and I was like right they're not around now and you know there's this whole thing about like comparing and just watching people and being like you mm. know oh when is it gonna be my time like some people who are hot now were probably not going to see... It's like, American, it sounds bad, but American. we're probably not... Because yeah. there were so many people around his scene who were... Like, the fact that Jay-Z was bigger than... Like, big back then and Kanye was nothing is insane. Like, obviously, Jay-Z... I'm not saying Jay-Z's and like Nobody. Don't
1: try. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: the fact that Kanye was able, able to get to that level, it's like, raw. Mm. like, life is so weird, you know? Life is so... Like, they were... I, I love the fact that I'm um, doing a lot of like music moments like I love it when you putting it right there and I was like <laughs> yeah. it took me back to a memory I was yeah. like, like I remember yeah. that moment yeah. and yeah. I didn't realise Kanye wasn't nobody back then so I was like what yeah. was I focused on yeah. but it's just like like your time will come it's so weird but your time will come that's why it's so important to just document everything because you never know like like yeah you never know when the world will need to, to see it. And first of festival From working in TV archive footage, they'll they'll pay big. Like (laughs) I, I really want to know like how much Netflix paid for all that footage Mm -hmm. because if the numbers will be insane. Yeah. Archive footage is so it's worth a lot. Talking about, but yeah, I'm gonna (laughs) be there with (laughs) a camera now. Literally, (laughs) literally, (laughs) even we in twenty years. Brad would pay massive amounts. <laughs> yeah. Massive amounts just for that footage. The cultural but currency, isn't it? It's cultural, honestly, video is
1: cultural currency, but, yeah. Um, yeah for so me, just quickly, the, what was cool for me about documentaries, and especially that one, when he was in the office, and he was, you know, he was playing yeah. all yeah. down. <laughs> <my> God, <laughs> yeah. And no one was listening. No, no, but
2: it was the woman
1: hugging her friend. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. oh yeah he's at it again oh my god I was like no tired of him they that were point. tired but even the she said, off. she said switch it off yeah, yeah. imagine yeah. like he
3: really just rolled
2: in camera I was like you got not hear me <laughs> I like, he played now. it like 10 times yeah right? yeah Allegedly, allegedly, he had played it 10 times. So I get why they're a bit
4: tired. He was like, you will hear me? I hear me it. today. It's like, yeah.
2: Oh, my oh God. God.
4: See you no. Sorry, cut you
1: off. Yeah, no, I was, no, I was even going to point out that. I was going to say on the radio, there was, I um, can't remember what song it was, probably just a song that's hot then or number one then. But don't you find it's really interesting when you look back at old footage and then you just hear, like, the songs of the time, like, playing on the radio at that point? It's mm-hmm. like just takes you back I and mean, makes... It's, it's like, you know when they say, oh, yeah, this song was number one in like, one and you're like, yeah. oh, that's just really interesting. And then he, he's, he was there in their office going to be the next big thing. They didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, they did even matter. know. But
2: he, he spoke every single thing into existence. He did. He, he did. And it's, it's... Do you know what? Like, everyone... I, I love all the Twitter comments. Everyone's like, oh, this is why you should believe in yourself. Believe in yourself... But you have to be good as well. That that yeah. is that is the small yeah. friend. Like some people in the scene are a bit delusional. Like yeah. you need to go back to the drawing boards. You need to master your craft. Let's not, okay, babes. Yeah, like it's like... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> see, that's all it meant. That's all <laughs> <what> it meant. <laughs> I can tell you easily that. No, because some people are delusional, but it's not a good delusion. I tell. <laughs> yeah. like, come here, you're allowed to be delusional because your shit was actually good. Yeah, but just seeing. No, just seeing his journey was very inspirational. Like, I mm. felt, I felt a fire. But at this end of the day, you also need to be good at your, your shit or, yeah. No, the one scary. thing that stood out to me was, like, the support that he had, though. Cause I yeah, think
4: yeah like, people were like, saying his name. The way, there. the way that, spe- even his mum, like, the way his mum oh, pulled yeah. into yeah. him, like, like yeah, it's Brenda. honestly, honestly, like, it's... it's Is
2: yeah.
4: your name Brenda as well? No, don, Donda. Donda. Donda, yeah, Donda. Donda. Donda, Donda. God.
2: <laughs> <Good. laughs>
4: But yeah, like the way that she pulled into him, like yeah. I feel like people really underestimate the power of having like a supportive family or just, just yeah, a supportive yeah. network. Mm. I really feel like having that level of support is really what makes the difference. Because as much as like it's about your hard work, I don't believe that any man is an island. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I believe yeah, that yeah. having that yeah. support system yeah. and having people that believe in you so much so like that they would quit their jobs and like leave their own careers. Quit your job man. to be a cameraman. To be your
2: camera. Yeah. Like She's okay. y- Oh, do you remember there was a scene saying, Oh, Kanye, you still doing your little documentary?
4: This is just the
3: beginning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know
3: what I caught for as well? Like his mum really knew him because before yes. he was a star, she was like, you don't want to come across arrogant
1: and i was thinking, yes. Yes. you don't
3: know how <laughs> you're <gonna> come across am <laughs> And yeah. You knew like, Oh, oh it was the braces it's and these teeth for me. Oh, bless him. And it made me yeah. realise as well, like how follow fashion the world is. Yeah. Because he's playing yeah. songs and no one's batting at eye And these songs are like so big, where yeah. they just didn't care. And yeah. now the same people, yes. I bet they listen like, yeah, banger. I was onto that from the beginning. Yeah. But they literally didn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad it's crazy little
4: con yeah but I think it's also about learning not to be bitter as well though yeah because like obviously there were people that he was playing his music to that he's like you're gonna see but it's also about like when you actually get to the point that you believe that you were were gonna get to like to have grace when you you actually reach there Mm. so I feel like that's uh, something else that like really said that something about
3: that documentary do you know what as well it's following your passion so obviously he's always loved music but the reason why he produced is because he wanted to make beats for himself yeah. and he was already doing so well as a producer and he could have just been like do you know what I love music I'm making money from production I'm just going to set up with this but if he really yeah. loved rapping he could have like just left that behind but yeah. he didn't he was telling
2: to not, not take the that's nose. what I mean yeah. just follow
3: your passion and don't let money just make you be like Bunny I'm going to just follow this route because now he does both yeah.
2: do you know what I mean yeah but um, yeah. Do we have anything
1: else to touch on? Mm. No, I think we pretty much said it all. I think the importance of documentation that ties in really nicely with the the Kanye documentary. And I hope someone was documenting moments with um, Jamal. Obviously, he was he was the document the the person documenting the scene. But was anyone documenting what he was doing? Mm-hmm. So you never know. That might come out in the future. But yeah.
3: Do you know what though? Even our phones, yeah, we actually document everything. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know, even realize. Yeah. Do you see Snapchat memories? Uh, listen, <laughs> <laughs> things that Things
0: like, like, that
3: don't even happen at all? No, know. not at all. But we like our whole life is documented. Yeah. on our, Yeah. Listen, if Snapchat went
2: tomorrow, <laughs> all my memories are gone. gone. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what? I really want to go back to. I want to really want to get those cameras. Oh, um, it's Polaroid. not a no. It's not a Polaroid. It's the. Like the Fuji film camera. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go back to that because my friends have been doing that. And I'm like, I'm really like inspired to do that as well. Like, just start taking these to like parties and outings. I'm like, mm. I wanna, I wanna develop pictures now because, mm-hmm. yeah, what if my phone, what, what if this iCloud takes all my shit? <sighs> that's
4: yeah. like my biggest fear, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the we the don't, don't actually key. own our yeah, stuff. On the lowest you know? of keys, yeah. that's my biggest fear. Like,
3: just, we don't own it's, anything. It's Imagine them just doing it for a joke. Like,
1: oh don't give them any ideas (laughs) and there's something just about having the actual photo just makes it more special it's like touching a book yeah Mm, it makes it more real but yeah I've got a question for you guys so what impact do you think Jamal Edwards has on the next generation so we know what he's done up until now but people in the future who might not even they might be too young to even know who he is what impact do you think he's had on them and they don't even know
4: the first thing I would say is don't be afraid to be the first. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it can't happen. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to be the person that creates it. If you really believe in something and you have a passion for it and you believe that you can make it happen, just, just go for it.
3: Yeah yeah I think he really built the sense of community in the UK yeah. because of one thing that is amazing about our UK music scene is that it's so like collaborative and it's so like we're yeah. together do you know what I mean everyone's on everyone's track it is a whole scene and I think he created that mm. do you know what I mean and realistically what is it called a village I don't know the same forget it but you know
2: what
1: yeah I mean. yeah <laughs> it, takes it takes a village, a village
3: to raise a child. A
2: child
1: yeah and yeah. the child is that music scene do I I like that analogy um I think
2: just not being, just off of what you said, that's that like not being afraid for you to be the first. Because I think there's a lot of things that I know, like even speaking to like black creatives, they always say they want to create this thing or move forward and they haven't seen it yet. But then something like obviously stops them, like finances. I just feel like, like what you said, just being that, like driving and using what you have, like you don't have to have the money or the finances to, to create the things that you wanna create. I just believe literally just getting that community and getting that support and just building with what you have. And I think he did that really well because he was a cat he's he was a man with a camera and a dream. And yeah, I think we can
1: end that there. Yeah. <laughs> a man with a camera and a dream. I yes. like that.
2: And I think he said a really good quote that I um I screenshot um, and th- this is also another reason why I think moving forward we are going to celebrate him even more just hold on
1: is that the thing he tweeted yeah um, so yeah.
2: we all die the goal isn't isn't to live forever the goal is to create something that will so I think just from that it's just our duty to continue to just let what he created live on yeah. thanks
4: I think X. before we close, I think we have to like talk about Kaylee and kind of what she's doing. Yeah. So oh, I mean, you don't have to. No, we not that. have to. You have to. So tell the people about what you're working on at the moment and what you're doing.
3: Um, just running the vibes.
2: No, I'm joking.
4: Joking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm on Kissed Fresh Saturdays and Sundays, one to four. Um, I'm also on No Signal every other Thursday, three until five, and that's it's called. No signal. Th- well, yeah. um, it's called The Midlands Show. It's about empowering black music from throughout the Midlands because, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we do. I say we because I now live in London. We live in a London bubble where yeah. there really is. <laughs> there really is sick artists. The Midlands. <laughs> exactly. So we come through showing you artists from around the Midlands and not just Birmingham, like Leicester, Nottingham, Coventry, Walsall, all of that. So I love that show as well. And then also I represent as well on Mondays 1-3. I'm a busy girl.
2: Yeah. Wow. Amazing, it? wow. What is the goal? What is the dream? Sorry, this just randomly came
3: oh. <laughs> Um, the dream is, do you know what? I don't really know to begin with. It was like national radio. That's what I wanted to do. And then now I'm on Kiss. I'm like, oh okay, what's next for me? Mm. So I think I want to be a TV babe. Oh, Ooh, yeah.
2: yeah, I think we I'm to be love a TV that. babe. Sprinkling that into yeah.
3: So I think, do you know what it is? I feel like. I enjoy just being me and I think sometimes radio's great because there's so many people that are just those because no one cares it's just radio whereas I feel like TV's lost that and that's why a lot of young people go to watch YouTube will be on TikTok will be on Instagram whereas exactly we love TikTok because it's just people being themselves do you know what I mean so I would love to just be on TV and really just run off vibes like just be me do you know what I mean and we need to see more of that and there is some amazing people doing that at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, zoos on TV. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. But I want to see some um, Birmingham people on TV like AKA me. Um, so yeah, I'm going to make it happen. Love, love that. Um, so, yeah, happen. Love, love, that. That. love uh, that. Manifest it. Yes. How yes. well. well. But yeah. thank you guys. Plug your thank socials you. quickly. Oh yeah, <laughs> at Kaylee Golden, you can give me a little follow. And I'll probably follow you back. Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe.
2: And obviously you can find us at Rhyme She and Rhyme She Pod. I never know the difference. I never know what order, but follow us on both. Make sure you are subscribed and also follow us on our
1: individual shows, uh,
2: socials. Socials. Tiana Aromi on everything.
1: C. Valentina. C. Double E. Valentina and everything. And
4: um, Ray Sang XOXO <laughs> and everything.
1: And don't spell it out.
4: <laughs> no, I'm not going to spell it weird. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not spelling it. <laughs> Till
2: next time.
0: Bye. So you are SBT. Yeah, I started it, yeah. All right, congratulations, because he sent me an email. I knew I was doing something. I know it was SBTV.
4: Yeah, man, yeah. All right, hi everyone. Hi everyone, this is Spike Lee. Do the right thing and watch SBTV.
0: I had a point in college, I was about to get kicked out. It was a point in my life where I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I stopped messing about, I stopped banking lessons to go shoot SBTV and then I just focused. I finished it! I finished it! So I've never really had to have my kind of qualification, i never had to give it to someone. Um, I've been lucky enough for that but it was a lot of self-belief involved with that. I remember back in the day I was filming with Logan Kiss on KISS 100 every Monday and I remember those long, cold N207 bus journeys home. <laughs> I remember them days. That was good, man. It was because I was filming like, people, like, skeptic and that. And at the early times of SBTV, those were kind of, like, the ones that I wanted to film. I wasn't filming for SBTV, but it was good to be in, like, that environment and kind of mix of people. And I always had, like, belief that one day I'll get them on SBTV, and I did. you got to just be on your job. you got to have self-belief, Have be on your job, be focused. Don't let anything confuse you or get in your way. Here. It makes you not want to take things for granted. Not saying that I take things for granted, but it makes you look at life in a different way. Everyone waves to you as well. Everyone waves to
4: you.
0: Well, I've been lucky enough to travel the world off the back of SBTV, met people like Richard Branson. Just signed a Virgin Book deal, had a Google Chrome advert, and that's just off believing in myself and staying focused. There was times where I think I was never going to make it. There was times where I couldn't afford tapes. I remember I had to film Gunner and in Peckham a few years ago in the snow, and I had no tapes. I had no travel to get down there. I didn't even know how to get down there by bus. I had friends that helped me out, luckily, and I managed to get money from obviously working in Topman. But there was times I was like, oh, man, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not getting anywhere. There was also another time where, yeah, I wasn't getting accepted on a YouTube partnership program when I was like, what's the point of doing YouTube videos? Like, I couldn't, like, I wasn't earning no money off it. I was thinking, "Raw, like, this is a way to earn money off getting, like, money off the adverts. And I think I applied, like, five times and never got accepted. A Couple other people asked me how did I do it once I got it done. So I was, like, one of the first out of that kind of ever of getting a YouTube kind of partnership. I got in touch with YouTube and I was like, I do these videos of these grime MCs, these rappers. Like, I should get a YouTube partnership. I've seen other people get a YouTube partnership and it was kind of, we went back and forth and I finally got it. I don't want it to sound corny, but it was that main thing of believing that I could do it like, and not listening to anyone else. People was like, why are you wasting your time? Like, forget it, man. You can do something else. You can charge for videos or whatever. And I was just like, Nah, man, I've got to make sure I get this partnership and kind of be one of the first to get it. It was a success and I've still got it now, so... It's good, man. I've never looked back. If there's something I can give back to you right now, there's two quotes I always live my life by. That's chase your dreams, not the competition. And there are those who look at things that already are, and ask why, but I say dream of things that never were and ask why not. Thank you. If you believe in yourself, you'll make it happen. Believe in yourself enough to just go at it and don't give up. Peace.